Hey guys, welcome, welcome, Denny Dan here. We are all about aligning body, breath, and spirit, and we are live streaming and we are podcasting. So if you would like to give me a call and talk to me, or we're also in our group uh, with aligning body, breath, and spirit, hey, welcome, welcome. But you can give me a call at 646-716-5668. We have a really, really good topic tonight. Hey, welcome, welcome. So glad you're here. Our topic tonight is about the mind noise. First, I would really, really love for you, because we're all about doing the work here and doing the internal work. So before we even begin, I would love for you to check in where you are right now with your mental health on the scale of 1 to 10. 1 meaning your mental health is clear, positive outlook, things are going well, no issues whatsoever, no depression, nothing, none of those symptoms. 10 meaning you can list off all kinds of symptoms, depression, panic attacks, anxiety, a mind that won't shut up, um, maybe even telling you to do things, maybe even wanting to do things to your own body. So on a scale of 1 to 10, tell me, check in right now and tell me, where are you right now with your mental health? So just take a minute to kind of go inside because we are all about doing the work. And so this is guiding you to you. So take a moment. Hey, welcome, welcome. I'm just going to check in with the comments because I know there are going to be some people coming on. And if you're coming on, wonderful, let me know that you're here. If you're watching this later, please let me know in the comments where you are on the pain scale with your mental health because I do look at the comments later on and most of us end up watching these later on anyway. So definitely keep this conversation open and going when it comes to your mental health because I would really, really, really love to change the way we think about mental illness. And it's time. It's time for a change because we know there's the current system out there is just not working. The medications out there are just not working. They're masking the symptoms and the symptoms are getting stronger and the symptoms are not going away. And in, in on top of all of those things, we're becoming uh, dependent, addicted, and uh, all kinds of stuff going on with these medications. So uh, how many of us can say that, you know, traditional uh, mental health has helped you? How many of us can actually say that when it comes to psychiatry and determining your symptoms and then masking those symptoms with medication? Hey, welcome, welcome. Hey, Sherry, so glad you're here. So, and also we know that these side effects of these medications, I know my son was on some medications and within a very short period of time, he gained like 40 pounds, 40 pounds. Somebody who was depressed, oh my gosh. Doesn't that make you more depressed? Hey, somebody wrote something. Let me check. Hey, welcome, welcome. How are you? Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. So wonderful to see you too, Sherry. Thank you so much for being here. So we are talking about checking in. Uh, where are you on the scale of 1 to 10 with your mental health? And, um, you know, do this often because some of us, are really suffering when it comes to the thoughts, uh, the movement, the busyness, the distractions that we have within 
the realm of the mind. And um, knowing that, hey, Suzanne, I'm so glad you're here because I'm going to get right into the two parts that create a whole when it comes. And then I'm going to bring in the mind. So let's take a look at the mind for what it really is. The mind is a constructed, programmed tool. Have you ever gone to any, hey, Dom, I'm so glad you're here. Have you ever gone to somebody's house and they just have an unruly dog? The dog is like sniffing at your crotch, jumping up on you, barking, and the owner is doing absolutely nothing. Then you go to somebody else's house and the dog is sitting there waiting for the command to go ahead and say hello. And it sits there and waits. And it's such a pleasant experience. We can... We can look at our minds like the dog. Its behavior is dependent on something bigger than the dog, right? So we're going to talk about the mind from the perspective of the being. First dog is mine. I know, right? I think I oscillate between the two dogs. (laughs) That's awesome, Sherry. Very cool. We're having such awful allergies here in the Chicago area. So, Back to the mind Um, and what I'm seeing from knowing that as human beings, there are two parts to us which create a whole. The human part of us has the body, our experiences, our five senses, the mind, our thoughts, our ideas, our beliefs, our patterns. All of those things are in constant movement. So that's one part of us, right? The other part is the stillness that holds the space for this movement to occur. So I'm going to give you um, a, a, a story because I love children and I, and I always encourage people, you know what, connect with the inner child, go play. Go play some games, go do something, go play. And I love children when they're playing at the park and they just make my heart just fill up with joy. Anyway, I, you know, watching children play on a merry-go-round. Right? They go round and round and round, and they're yelling, and they're hanging on, and some are crying, no, slow down, slow down. And others are going, no, go faster, go faster. And you're feeling the wind, and you're hearing the sounds. And then as you slow down, you might hear the sounds of metal on metal, the creaking and the slowing down, and then it stops. What part of that merry-go-round doesn't move? The base where it goes round and round and round and round. That part doesn't move. It has two parts which create a whole. The base, which doesn't move, and then the part that goes around and round. So many of us are in the part that goes round and round. So if you're perceiving from this part, you're in movement. Nothing's the same. Everything's changing. You can't trust anything. Anything you say you are is going to be different from moment to moment. Even today, one moment I'm a mom, the next day I'm a businesswoman, the next day I'm a customer, you know, with the heating and air conditioning guy coming. So every moment I'm playing a different role, but there's a part of me that holds space for all of those roles. What happens to many of us, and I think what is happening to a lot of us is we Mental illness, from where I see it, and I've experienced it from 
trauma and depression, this human has experienced it. And from where I see it, mental illness is the being part of us misidentified as the human mind. That's a lot to take in. Mental illness is the being, the larger part of us, the non-physical, the part we can't use our five senses to detect, the larger part, the part that is the energy that makes this material body animated, right? So this is the being part of us. So mental illness is the being, the larger part of us, misidentified with the human mind. And the human mind is constantly changing, moving, never the same. But the being is the stable, unchanging part of us. So there are two parts which create a whole. So when we're in the movement of our mind, we know that we have an external and an internal experience. We're dualistic, right? And so when we look at nature, hey, just checking in. Hey, Dom, what are you laughing at? I'm so glad you're here. We have such a great group of guys in in this group. Dom, Kelly, Luke. I know there's more. I know there's more. Hey, first dog. Are you the first dog? Yeah, me too. I'm a pit bull. (laughs) Okay, back to my notes. (laughs) You guys are awesome. Talking about mental illness and the mind and this movement and the stillness, we have two perspectives that we can perceive from. And the mind is in movement. So we are, we are experiencing duality. We have an internal experience, the kingdom of the heavens within. You close your eyes and boom, there's this whole internal world and experience. And then we have our external experience. There's a part of us that perceives both, right? Right? So cool. There's a part of us that perceives both. We are no different than nature or physics. And the idea of the merry-go-round is physics. You cannot have the merry-go-round and round and round and round and round without the stillness of the pole keeping it in one place, right? We are no different. So our human part of us with the mind and you got to look at this and you got to get that and you got to develop this and you got to learn that and you got to change this and you got to over there and put your attention over there. And, and our attention is moving out everywhere in this constant movement. The mind becomes that first dog. <laughs> the mind becomes that first dog. It's not trained. It's reactive. It takes everything personally. It's offended. Um, It blames. It points fingers out and never looks at itself. Heaven forbid, I don't do anything wrong, but gosh, everybody else, everything wrong. So we can't have motion without stability. Yes, exactly. You got it. So when we're in this movement, there's stability observing it and watching it. So when you're in your mind attack and when you're 
losing sleep because the mind just won't shut up, or when you're hearing voices tell you to do something, or when you're, you know, give me what you're experiencing. Tell me what it is you're experiencing. Do any of these things resonate with you? Because what science is finally discovering is that nature shows us that we are sending and receiving transmitters. They have actually found in nature that trees will alert certain bugs. It sends out a radio frequency because the bugs are way over there. If there's a caterpillar eating on its leaves, it's going to send out the signal, hey, there's food over here, and here comes the bugs to eat this caterpillar. They're finding that there are frequencies that go out, and there are receivers that receive these frequencies. We are no different than nature. Think of our radio systems. Think of our cell phones. You're talking to somebody. They could be on the other side of the world. Why are we not different. We are not. We are not. There are two parts to us which create a whole. So when you're in the movement of your mind, yes, the first dog is a receiver and the second dog is a sender. Possibly the first dog basically is a mirror of the owner <laughs> and, the, and the second dog is the mirror of the owner. Sherry, I just had a medical diagnosis of hemiplegic migraine because it mimics a stroke. Oh, yes. It, it mimics, and pay attention to when you get these migraines. It mimics a stroke and can happen anytime. It's made me anxious. So you have a health condition. There is something going on within your body. I can relate to this. Not on migraines, but um, this human experiences much less and less now that I stopped trying to control it, but much less and less um, uh, like uh, traumatic. It, it looks like a seizure. It's like traumatic memories coming, and then the energy has to go through the body. So it kind of mimics a seizure, but it's not a seizure. It's actually the nervous system stuck in a loop. And so when I would get in that, it's like, oh, my God, I can't control it. I can't get out of it. This panic attack is coming. I might end up on the floor shaking. I might, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, this panic and oh, you don't know what's going to happen. Allow yourself to let the body do what it needs to do without you getting in the way. What happens is, is you create space. If you're experiencing something like, okay, I, I know when, it, when a panic attack is coming on. You probably have signals when you know a migraine is coming on, right? You know well before it comes on. There are signals. There might be taste. There might be smells. There might be sounds. There might be um, su stuff going on in the body. All kinds of things are going to signal you that the nervous system is now switched on. And it is now triggered. And once you turn on a light, you can't turn it off. It has to go through. The electricity has to go through and the lights have to come on. And then you think, oh, gosh, turn off the lights. Then they go off. You can't stop the trigger. So that's when we come into fear. We try and stop it. We try and control it. We're fearful of what it can do to us. Those things are all normal. 
But if you can create space between, yes, those things are possible, but now I'm feeling my body going through this process, now I'm just going to hold space for it and be still and allow it. It's a, it's a hugely different experience. When I would have these panic attacks, it would almost be like I'm stuck in the vortex of them. It's like um, you're stuck in a loop and you can't get out. Now, when I experience, which are less and less, but when I experience them, it's almost an out-of-body experience where I'm watching what is happening to my body and with my body without judgments, without opinions, without trying to diagnose it, without trying to change it or any of those things. Then the body, and you're looking at the body, you're saying, yes, this is happening and I'm allowing it. I'm giving it space. It happens less and less. Hey, Natalie, welcome, welcome. Very cool. Very cool. So glad you guys are here. So tell me what's going on with you guys. I'm going to look at my notes. I wanted to also bring out that when we start to, the thoughts start, let's say the the movement starts, the thoughts come on, you have this wave of overwhelming feelings, of emotions, of panic, of fear, whatever this wave is that's coming, know that your attention is your most precious gift. So what you put your attention on feeds it, right? So you know this wave is coming. Here comes this wave. Prepare for it. Allow your body to go through it. I will tell my husband, I feel a panic attack coming. And I will just allow my body to whatever comes up and he knows it's it's coming. And just allow whatever to happen be okay. And it's one of the most difficult, easiest things we can do for each other. As we're going through this, movement in the mind and this movement that we see all around us we're seeing each other become so reactive and and insane and 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 easily offended and blaming we're seeing all of this so let's take a step back and take a look at it because we are beings who have an internal and an external experience so this experience creates space and we're Science is also finding that the more mind noise that you have, the less uh, depth perception you have. That's an interesting thing that they're finding in science. I love geeky stuff like that. So I wanted to talk about, uh, we talked about sending and receiving signals. So think about this for a second. If you're depressed and you're like, oh, I'm not good enough. You know, and you kind of in, are in that vibration, and you are sending out that vibration, and another vibration like it is going to come and meet you, right? So like a radio station, and you're trying to tune in. All right, so maybe I'm aging myself with the old FM AM radio stations where you're trying to tune in, and you get the static, and you're trying to listen, and and then all of a sudden, crystal clear, you're getting clear weather, music, radio, and you're tuned into that station and you stay there. We are no different. If we're having thoughts of, do 
depression and we turn on thoughts. Yes, I'm depressed. Yes, these things are happening. Oh, and and yes, I am this thing and um, all of these. And you're taking them on as what you are. This is going to create a frequency within you. This is this is known. So you're going to send that out. And what could you be picking up? Maybe thoughts of, hey, if you're depressed, let's walk over to the bridge and jump off. You know, you could hear something like that because now you're tuned in the frequency of it, right? Does any of this make sense? It's logical sense. If it can happen on the radio station and with our cell phones, why can't we pick up frequencies? Because our brains are frequencies. Everything is frequency, right? We are sending and receiving transmitters. If we look at our experience from that perspective, when our mind starts to get in that picking up signals, we can take a look at it and say, ooh, I'm picking up some nasty signals here. Withdraw your attention. Stop trying to tune into it. Withdraw your attention. And then decide what signals do you want to tune into. Huh? Oh, yeah, definitely. So I didn't want to take up too much of this. Um, I wanted to uh, talk about the stillness because coming into the stillness and perceiving from this place, it's like, again, the merry-go-round. If you are perceiving from the movement, you have a limited view. You can really only see what's next to you and what's next to you, but you really can't get a whole view because you're in constant movement, right? But if you're standing on the pole in the middle and you see everything going round and round and round, you have a 360-degree view. You can see what's coming. You can see what's going. You can see when it's coming round again, seasons, cycles, right? You have a 360-degree view. Obviously, this view is an internal view because our outer view, our five-sensory view, is a limited view. Our outer world, our five-sensory world, is what's spinning around on the merry-go-round. It's in movement. Our inner world, the kingdom of heavens within, Jesus talked about the kingdom of the heavens, the plural, is within. That means it's bigger than this limited world. So come into this space and see the movement for what it is. It's just movement. It's not who you really are. So with that said, I would love to see where the comments are. So with spirit, always sit in stillness. And the body, ask yourself what you're eating, drinking, that cause excitement within the central nervous system. Because if you're experiencing a mind that won't shut off, How much chocolate are you eating? How much caffeine are you eating? How much food are you eating that stimulates the nervous system? Garlic and onions are one that are foods that do that. So think about those things because if you're having stimulants and then the mind is going, you can be like, oh my gosh, my mind is really going. Look how activated my nervous system is. Think about these things. And then the breath, the faster you breathe, guess what? It's a domino effect. It causes a chemical reactions within the body. Increased breath means fight or flight. That means you're increasing your awareness, heightening your 
hearing, your sight, your, your ability to run, or your ability to fight. All of your senses are heightened. Be aware of those things because those can affect how much activity we have within our minds. And so, again, our minds are just energy and movement. They are tools. Your mind is not who you are. If your mind starts telling you to do things, take a look at it. I'm going to tell you a little secret. When I was going through, um, and still am, but going through a very difficult time, I would have these thoughts come, and I uh, realized that, yes, it is energy and movement, but how do I get these thoughts and keep my energy and keep my attention back on the being in my heart? And one of my favorite movies is um, The Fifth Element. And I don't know if you know um, The Fifth Element. It's, it's one of my favorite movies. But anyway, there's a character on there, Ruby Rod. And, you know, is it green? Is it green enough? Oh, yes, it's green. But anybody who's in his experience and he just doesn't want them there, he's like, zip, zip. So I took on the character of my inner Ruby Rod. And whenever those thoughts start calm, I'm just like, zip, zip, and I bring my energy back to the attention of my heart. And here comes another one. They're going to keep coming. They're like flies. They're going to keep coming. A thought is going to come. What does it want? It wants you to look at it and give attention to it. Your attention is your most precious gift. Do a ruby rod and come back to the center of your being. So for, for homework or for um, your to-do, I would love for you, oh, yes, oh, thank you, Sherry, you're amazing, too. We're going to be doing some more stuff. I, I don't want to talk about too much of the stuff that's coming on because this, this, this was for you. This is healing for you, but we're going to be offering some more stuff, and always, you are two parts which create a whole. You are already whole, darling. There is nothing out there that needs to complete you. There is nothing you have to practice. Learn, buy into, mantra, mudra, yoga, or savasana into. You are already whole. You just need to know, we all need to know that we are two parts and we have two possible perceptions we can perceive from. When all that is split, we have the time and the timeless. We have masculine and feminine. We have movement and holding space for this movement. So recognize, and when you find yourself caught up in the vortex of the mind and all that movement, ask yourself this one question. Where am I perceiving from? And you will know right away if you're perceiving from the merry-go-round movement or if you're perceiving from the 360-degree center stillness and seeing all that is and seeing the movement for what it really is. Okay, so now at the end of this, in the beginning, you started out with the pain scale with your mental health on a pain scale of one to 10. Now at the end of this, with understanding that your mind is just a filter, your mind is like that dog that needs to be trained. That's all it is. Your mind is not who you are. It's a tool that you use to interpret your external world and your internal world and nothing more. So where are you right now with this understanding of being whole on the pain scale of one to 10? And then compare those two and see where you created space within your beingness 
and within your own mind. All right. So let me just check in with the comments. And you know, one thing I didn't do. Oh, awesome. Awesome. It's so cool. I just want to thank you. Check in with the comments. Sherry, you're awesome. Thank you for being here. Dom. Yes. The first dog. I just wanted to read that. Thank you for being here, Dom. Very cool. Very, very cool. You are amazing too, darling. Okay, so I'm going to play a little bit. I hope you guys don't mind because I did notice that there is a little bit of a delay. So I'm going to catch up with the delay and catch up with the comments and tell you guys there's some exciting stuff coming. So I'm just excited. My, this is my birthday month and this has been the most amazing, amazing month ever. Just ever. So you guys are so cool. Very, very cool. Hey guys. And I will be checking the comments for your homework. And if you're still watching, you're so awesome. You're so awesome if you're still watching. Thank you for being here. You are so awesome. 